a man would never say those things, right? Oh, well, my friend Keith, I just keep having to fuck him <laughs> because his girlfriend, that's what she wants. It's okay, but I'm kind of tired of it. I don't right. like his cock that much. I, I mean, right. Yeah, I just, this is the thing. This has something to do with female indifference toward the physical act of sex or something. Yeah. Or she's attracted to the other one. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is controversial, but mostly in good faith. On today's show, we're going to tackle yet another preposterous threesome justification, come disgust, office blowjobs, and much more. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. And Mike, sometimes in our lives, a milestone passes that forces you to reconsider what the point of it all is. Today's one of those milestones. This is the 100th episode of Your Mileage May Vary. How do you feel about that? I feel great. Uh, um, I mean, the amount of service we provided to people, the uh, multitudes of, uh, I don't even know, it's probably six figures of of, uh, downloads or maybe seven, I don't know, large numbers of people listening and being entertained and some getting very angry. Um, (laughs) I appreciate all the listeners and we'll we'll keep trying to bring you either good or bad content depending on your um, perspective. Um, So. Yeah, we didn't talk about whether we were going to discuss the incident this week. Well, there are two. Uh, we got some positive. We got some um, negative feedback. Uh, I mm-hmm. guess that's the right term for it. We also got a very strange. I think we got, had an insane man write us some feedback to, about <laughs> belly buttons. You saw that, right? I, I read the first paragraph, <laughs> and then I was like, "This is too incoherent and too weird." I didn't even bother with the rest. It was like. Four paragraphs, right? And more than that. It, yeah. was, it was like uh, the book Finnegan's Wake, but just sex and belly buttons. <laughs> yes. So it's just non like I, I don't know what he's trying to say. I guess uh, his name, his first name is Josh. And a Josh, if you want to try again, <laughs> we usually get much more succinct feedback that um, we can understand. So there you go. It was, something about, about, it was something about his wife likes belly button play. But he has an Audi or she has an Audi and he didn't know how to, an, an Audi belly button, I mean. Yeah. He, he didn't know. He wanted some tips for how to engage with such a belly button or something. Maybe. I mean, it was, yeah. it was pretty incomprehensible. Yeah, sorry, um, but, listeners. We'll, we'll, we'll try to dig further into this so yes. we can discuss it. But maybe we should talk about the, um, the, I don't know, do you want to talk about the negative feedback we got from the person that you exposed to the podcast? They might be listening. Yeah. Maybe not. That occurs to me. I don't care. I don't know. Maybe we should talk about talking about it and then we can talk about it next episode. So uh, I got some feedback this week also from, because we talked about um, the uh, statistics on Pornhub uh, in terms of what people were searching for. It was a good piece of feedback. The argument was basically that uh, the reason why the number one search for thing in the United States is ebony. Yeah, and the reason why the number one thing in the in the state of California is Asian is not because that's showing some preponderance of um, search activity. It's it's because it's 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 uh, disaggregated, meaning uh, the or I guess aggregated. The uh, other people are searching for things like blowjob or you know PIV or cream pie or whatever. Yes, the normal but, stuff. Sure. But then there's a significant demographic that's just searching for ebony or Asian or whatever. And the thing is that that's going to dominate then 
uh, because the because there, there aren't people searching for ebony blowjob, or even if there are, they may be not disaggregating that properly in the data. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense to me as an explanation for why that would show up. So you, it just shows that there's a substantial uh, plurality of people searching for ebony in the U.S. and Asian in California. But that doesn't mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's still a ton of other topics being searched yeah, okay. for. There just aren't. There isn't any one that's as popular. Yeah, there's nothing that has a majority for sure. So the plurality when it's spread across so many different things is not really that indicative of anything. I found uh, the subreddit, uh, most recent subreddit that I've been enjoying the most is called Girls Finishing the Job. Are you familiar Mm -hmm. with this one? I am. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty nice. It's uh, basically... I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it's, it's, it's women swallowing, uh, getting nutted on and PIV cream pie stuff, but it's sort of like, it's, it's, it's sort of toward the end of the act. In fact, yeah, I mean, you could imagine something like a TikTok being created just with those gifts or they're not really gifts, these short videos that would be kind of compelling as it went on and on. Yeah. I um, mean, I think that subreddit is where a lot of men go when they feel like they are arriving close to completion. Is that what you, no, you use, I don't know what you do. You use some strange things. I don't like cum shots that much. Hmm. I don't like the external ones. I like the internal ones though. Sure. Yeah. I don't want to see the semen typically. Yeah. Okay. But I, yeah, I I guess I just don't focus on finding, um, the perfect cum shot to, you know, time with my orgasm. I don't do that either. I just looking for, yeah, no, I hear you. You, one could do that, uh, but it doesn't, yeah. It's also be kind of tip, 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 tricky to time it properly because right. a lot of times the guy doesn't make a lot of, well, I mean, that's why there's that announcement thing with blowjobs. Um, is there, is there a ruined orgasms subreddit? This would be oh, yeah, the opposite yeah, yeah. of girls finishing the job. There is, there is. I, I never find that very compelling because no. and I don't know, I don't know what you would call it. I don't know what the name is, but it's not that compelling because I always find the female behavior kind of forced. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's just, they're pretending to, uh, to do these kind of weird, uh, not very natural things like, yeah, I mean like it's, it's like, yeah, it's sort of strange to like stop all, uh, uh, assistance, right. When the guy's nutting or to make right. fun of him or start slapping his cock or whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't strike me as very believable. Right. And I also right. don't get why someone would like that. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I mean, uh, it doesn't seem compelling what I'm trying to be aroused. Hmm. There could be some, you know, it could be like sports bloopers or something. That's true. It's like fail army, fail yeah. army porn. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We also were talking about um, third dates and before yeah. the show. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we paused our conversation because we thought it would be good for the show itself. And basically uh, you were talking about <clears throat> the experience that a woman might have uh, when she gets ghosted after having sex with a guy on the third date. Yeah. Um, which isn't, is actually curiously something that I haven't really thought that much about before. And it must be a really, really common experience for women and, and one that is pretty, I'm going to guess painful. I mean, what's, I mean, you must've talked to a number of women who've had this experience, right? Yeah. I don't think the third date part is any kind of magic number, but I think it's sure. common for women to decide that they would like to sleep with a man and subsequently to have them not reach out to them ever again. Uh, right. Maybe in spite of their uh, attempts to reach out themselves. Now, sir, importantly, this should be differentiated from one, one night stand. This is where 
Yeah, and sure. The reason I brought up the third date thing is this is right, not right, right. You, know, you go home from a bar. This is where the man is uh, doing a good job acting for the woman yeah. as if this is the beginning of a relationship. Right. That he's interested in that, and then, <laughs> and then importantly for me, what's what I hadn't really considered is the experience for the woman. I mean, I can understand the experience if the guy after the, you know, the next day after having sex with her, two days later, they talk and he says, yeah, I just, I don't know, I'm not feeling it. That would upset her. But the complete cessation of any communication and basically yeah. blocking her via all forms of communication, that, and you're, and basically your view is effectively all women who online date have had that experience, right? I imagine, I mean, unless they're married, right? Um, I mean, so what's you, can, the- you can get lucky and... uh I mean, there's a, a few situations where you wouldn't have that experience. Maybe you just really, really, really vet people for a long time, or you refuse to sleep with people until two months in. Right. Um, that might help, although that might just delay the inevitable. Um, so you think? So a couple of things. So th- this it, this does imply that after, say, the day f- from one day after to some period of time after the first sexual encounter, a woman's on pins and needles, wondering whether. She's going to get any messages from the guy. She knows that it's possible this could happen. Um, it's a little like a veteran uh, would know it's possible. I think people who are not online dating or dating experts might be sort of confused and not know what to think. I mean, the onus is generally on the man to reach out and, you know, ask for subsequent dates and express you know some sort of enthusiasm. Right. And so w- women often play or would like to play a passive role, but because of the way men behave are often forced to behave otherwise. Right. So, so the, so do you think the men, I'm not going to ask, I I don't, I'm not interested in this case, whether you've had this behavior, Uh, you might not even want to be honest because like it could all go poorly for you. But so my my question is more like, do you think that men pre-plan this? So in other words, on date one, they think, okay, this is going to be a, a, a pump and dump. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, so on a one night stand, both parties know what's up and yes. there's nothing wrong. But yeah, like on, in this situation we're describing, you know, we're, we're calling it the, the three night stand or three date stand is, I mean, it's rough because it implies that the man was just pretending the whole time over the course right. of three dates, you know, probably asking questions about your family and, <laughs> you know, right. your career and your hopes and dreams and, you know, probably, you know, some hand waving about future plans, all just to get into your pants. And that's got to be a sort of frustrating well, I'm, experience. I'm imagining that probably that, I mean, that that could be one, one experience could be that the guy is just feigning the entire time. But I think I'm also thinking it's possible that as a guy, there's some sort of fact pattern, like the first date he's interested, the second date he continues to be interested, but something is revealed in the second, third date. That's not great that he realizes, okay, like some, somehow his interest begins to wane and he says, okay. And then at some point he has to make the call. Like, do I, am I a gentleman about this and declare my lack of interest before, um, getting my nut? Right. Or do I do I go ahead and get the nut and then do the ghost move? And it makes sense to me that actually, to be honest with you, it makes sense to me that pretty much all guys are capable of doing this. It's just a question of at what point do they realize they've lost interest? Um, yeah. And then I, I guess deciding to ghost is a separate topic. You know, it's separate kind of right. decision. I that suspect, could just be yeah. yeah, I think that's what's going on there. But we can talk about that after this. Yeah. I suspect what's going on is the men haven't really 
fully considered whether they're interested in this person. Mm-hmm. And the overwhelming urge is to try to get laid. And so right. th- they're not really evaluating things in you know, the clear light of day. They're sort of you know, overwhelmed by this urge to you know, try to get them naked. And right. so it's not really that they are you know, sitting around and being like, hmm, I really have no interest in this person. I, I feel like, you know, <laughs> she's a skier. I'm a snowboarder. Uh, she likes, she's a morning person. I'm a night person. You know, I don't, I don't think they're, you know, making pros and cons up on a whiteboard. I think they're just not really thinking about it. And then after they've had sex, it, yeah, it, it's sort of like the ultimate post-nut clarity after the first time you have sex, you, you sort of, for the first time, are pulling back the curtain and, and thinking about that person um, because you're not overwhelmed by this you know, sexual desire for them. I mean, don't you think it's possible to have an initial level of interest in a person and, or somewhat common to have an initial level of interest in, in a person to realize somewhere, say, in the first to second date that you have the ability to take a shot on goal here? But also to realize that like this isn't someone you want to introduce to your friends or really deal with in the long term. And you think to yourself, look, like I just want to like notch another put another notch on my bedpost. And like this'll, you know, it'll be yeah, fun. I'm sure yeah. Yeah, there okay. are many men who are yeah, not honestly going on second and third dates. They're doing it with a certain intention. Right. I mean, and there's all kinds of questions about this. I mean, at what age does it become? Like, let's say you think that's inappropriate and you should never sleep with someone unless you are considering them as a potential marriage target. That seems like a naive point of view, but that that could be a point of view that people have. Is there some, I mean, there's obviously when you're, you know, 19 or something, you can't be held to that standard. Like, at what point does it become outrageous to consider strategizing about how to hook up with someone without intending to marry them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah, it's fair. I mean, it's, it's, I think none, I think the onus is on, I mean, look, if you're talking to the person and it's clear that there's like a huge mismatch in your values, then I guess it gets sort of dishonest. Yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe that's the thing that matters is, this symmetry and presumed values. Well, I think that, I mean, <clears throat> I think that it's a, a couple of things. One is that regardless, the behavior of ghosting <laughs> is like, uh, is like pretty unnecessarily brutal, I think in most cases. And like, clearly like, uh, <clears throat> it, it strikes me that that must be a pretty difficult, difficult psychologically for the woman, particularly because I have a strong suspicion that there are certain women read less attractive women to whom that happens repeatedly. And yeah. then I could see them becoming uh, very distressed in a lot of ways because they're just, yeah, th- there's some, a certain brutality there. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, well, there's, so there's, there's, yeah. there's, I mean, maybe we can just earmark this for a second. There's lots of people who like sleep with people on first dates and then like can't figure out why people don't call them back. And that's gotta be, yeah. I mean, I guess this is even worse, right? Like, sort of. <laughs> you're, you're like, Actually, you have the patience yourself, you being the female in this situation, have the patience yourself to sort of like go on dates, assume that people are acting in good faith, and to have it repeatedly occur that they then ghost you after you sleep with them. It's, I mean, that's wouldn't that great. typically mean that on that sex date that happens during at some point during that uh, 
evening into night that the man has to say in m- many cases a bunch of things to the woman that like are just c- kind of psychopathically false. I don't know. <laughs> Especially as I as I've dated older women as I've aged myself, I think that it's almost a faux pas to ask stuff like that. Like I think the sort of like uh, coastal elite woman is meant to uh, be sexually liberated and not future plan and ask the questions that they may, you know, have temptation to ask, but they might actually suppress asking that. So I just meant even to woo someone, don't you have to, I mean, when you're trying to woo someone, you're, you're in the process of moving from dinner and drinks into putting Mm -hmm. your penis in their vagina. Isn't, aren't there some things that have to be said that in the light of day, she could say, look, like this was dishonest. Like you knew, you like knew what? as you were. What, what's uh, give me an example? Um, wow, you're just you just some some sort of like wow, you you look amazing. You're beautiful. You're uh, I really like blah 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 about you. I, just some things that woo a person, right? I mean, things that in, in, that indicate uh, a, a heightened level of interest in them, and certainly not the notion yeah. that in you know, oh, in three hours I will <laughs> delete you from my phone and block right. your phone number. Right, like things that would be not. Uh, uh, congruent with that behavior that you're about to undertake. I mean, is <laughs> okay, it right? Okay. Am I right? All right, all right, all right. There's a few things here. The first is it's not that they're deleting them from the phone. It's more it's more cowardice. Like that okay. the next day happens and they're like, eh. <laughs> and and then like what are they supposed to do? Like they should probably pick up their phone. Maybe yeah. not maybe not immediately the next morning. Maybe maybe sit on it for a day and yeah. then be like, hey, you know, I really enjoyed getting to know you. I I just don't feel like I'm in a place well, right now. Where, like just make up some say some BS. Would it would a woman prefer it? Just uh, just uh, just I'm uh, just ideating a little here. Would a woman prefer it if you went on that fourth date and just got into an argument with her? We have a friend who I think would be very good at this. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> and just just pick a fight with her and, and uh, you know, look, he just says, Look, yeah, you, uh, you I, I, I gotta re- tell you. You want you want a reason to not want to date me? Yeah, I'll give right. you one. He's like that. Matt Gates is a great congressman. <laughs> that just starts yeah. the, yeah, starts I the think, fight. I think Andrew Tate has some smart things to say. Yeah, <laughs> um, is that what she wants? I mean, would she rather? Which is worse for the woman being being ghosted or feeling like she? Yeah, in some ways, I, I feel like men could. Women might prefer it if they could feel like they won the situation. It's 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 it's. You're saying it's um cowardice i think that's right partly but it's also a way for the man to win right there's like a seinfeld episode where uh elaine gets mad at mm, kramer because he says hi to an ex-boyfriend of her from her he says oh elaine has says hi and she's like no i won the breakup <laughs> now i have to go back right, and re-win right. the breakup and then it turns out she actually still likes the guy blah 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 but but yeah i mean that's a thing right winning so the guy by ghosting has actually won the breakup right the yeah. last the last thing that happened between them was he ejaculated in her right I mean, that's pretty good. Right. But what move does the woman have to try to win once she's yeah. been ghosted? No, but the, the move she's, she could do would be like to invite, to get him to go out with her and then reject him. Then she wins, right? I mean, if, if it implies- Right. He but seems the ghosting implies that he won't respond to such an invite. I know. So I was saying maybe <laughs> maybe like the culture would be better served by men uh, just having a way, sort of a set of stock arguments they could have with women to to make the woman get mad at them, and then there'd be less kind of man hating out there on TikTok and related social I mean, networks. What is the magnitude of terribleness 
caused by ghosting someone. I mean, I think the context matters, of course. But if you go on one date, uh, do you have an obligation to tell the person okay. that you, you aren't interested? I think okay. if they ask you out again, you should say, no, thanks. I think, but, I, can, I, think I can do this for you. So, okay, I'll, I'll give it to you. So you meet somebody uh, at a, let's say you go to a meetup about mm-hmm. some topic you're interested in. Yep. Uh, Star Trek or something. You meet somebody, maybe it's a guy, just seems like a nice fellow, so on and so <laughs> the forth. The girl and, at the Star Trek meetup. No, yeah. So it's just some friend and, and you and you talk and you're like, oh yeah, let's, you know, and so you seem to have commonalities. And oh, I see. Yep. You go, go hang ahead. out some other time and then um, and then you you hang out uh, another time and uh, and he says, hey man, I, uh, I could really, I, I, could you spot me 20 bucks? And you do, and then he ghosts you. <laughs> or like I, I had this guy, uh, his name was Chris. That uh, this was many, many, many years ago. But he built some uh, some stuff for me, like uh, some steps and stuff out- outdoors for me. Uh-huh. And uh, I made the mistake, and I'd had him do a lot of stuff, and I made the mistake of giving him an advance for something, and the guy ghosted me. <laughs> right? He didn't do wow. the work, but he ghosted me, and I was kind of like, look, I don't even care about the money. I just want like, somebody to do this work, and he, you know, I'm sure he was embarrassed. He never replied. Yeah, I mean, Maybe. that's, I think that's similar. I don't know if right? he was embarrassed or if he was touchdown dancing, but yeah, he wasn't going to reply I don't think in so. either case. I don't think so. I think he, he it's a mistake, right? Because he lost an employer. Uh, and, sure. And he, uh, he would rather, but, but I th- yeah, so that's the thing is I basically told him like, you can just take the money and we'll start right. from scratch. Right. He still wouldn't reply. Uh, okay. But I think yeah, that, right. I think that, that implies embarrassment. Right. The, uh, but the, the friend scenario I think is something like what the woman would experience. And it's even worse if like that happens to you seven times in a row. Right. right, where where people keep seeming to be friends with you, and then and then as soon as you give yeah, them like twenty okay. bucks, they disappear. Yeah, like it's I mean, rough, look, right? I I think it could lead to suicide. Maybe I don't know. It I sounds really bad. Yeah, I don't really have. I mean, this is look. I say a lot of immodest things, but this just doesn't happen to me. Like I don't. I get ghosted occasionally, but. Normally, it's because I wasn't demonstrating much interest. Like it was almost sure. intentional. Sure, and, but like, yeah, I'm like sure this you experience know, you, of like you, giving my body to somebody and having them ignore me, uh, fortunately, has not happened for, to me yet. Well, for a guy, that sounds pretty good. But I, but uh, that's why I was trying <laughs> to make an too. analogy that involves money or or some kind of a, a a good. Maybe oh, here's another one. The kid. Everybody had this. The kid in their neighborhood whose parents gave them all the video game consoles, like yeah, or whatever they had, like. Yeah, a really good selection of video games. Right, uh, and 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 somebody would befriend them, quote unquote, just to come over and play their video games. <laughs> right, and then and then yeah. and the whole thing was if if the mom if they're like, hey, you know, hey, uh, Joey, can I, you know, let's play tomorrow? And he's like, oh, my mom uh, took away the game console, and you're like, okay, I don't, let's, <laughs> I'll call you next week. <laughs> right, I mean, that's a really common kid experience. Like it's the same. So the the point is, it doesn't happen to you because you are fortunate enough to have, and it wouldn't happen to a really hot chick. Right, it was this ghosting thing, or it's much less likely. Right, um, but I can I can um, uh, empathize that there are people out there uh, to whom this would happen. Right, uh, what what should a man do after he goes on a third date and sleeps with someone and decides that he's not interested? What is the most ethical thing he can do at that point? He's done an unethical thing, unethical. Okay, so but, I can't say I can't. I'm not allowed to say don't have sex with her. Right. Yeah. I mean. And, Stipulating and fair, that that thing has happened. To be fair, I'm a guy, so I don't actually feel that way. Like I feel like I'm okay, I'm pretty much okay with um 
it's life in the big city. I'm okay with guys notching their bedposts. Like I'm, I, I get it. I get that a guy would want to do that. And that he's thinking to himself, look, she's not that attractive to me, but maybe she'll have some trick she'll yeah. do or whatever. I'll just have a, it'll just be great. Like I'll have a partnered orgasm. It'll feel awesome and whatever, like that life goes on. Uh, once he's done that, um, I, I, yeah, I think the obvious is he should actually face the music and have a conversation with her where he's at least somewhat honest. Not, not, he doesn't have to be totally honest. Like, Hey, I was just trying to bang you, but like he should. Yeah. I think the best thing to do would be to have some communication. Ghosting, it seems very What should strange, he yeah. convey in that conversation? Uh, yeah, that he's, that he, you know, wants to keep, you know, doesn't, doesn't want a relationship with her that, you know, maybe we, can we be friends or whatever? I mean, it's not going to be great. <laughs> She's going to be upset regardless, but it's, it's not as like the ghosting is real. Like the thing about that is that it really, there's no way she comes out of that without just kind of hating men on some level. It's like, oh. Yeah. You know. But if he's going to deliver a, a text sitch shit sandwich, what can he say that mitigates that? It's true. It's true. There's yeah, that's a fair. Point. I just I mean, don't think ghosting is. I think it's offensive to ghost, and people should not be cowards. Yeah, but, but it won't matter. Yeah, the main thing that that they did was they decided that their sexual desire was more important than this other person's feelings, and right. trying to paper over that with some sort of nicely crafted text is basically impossible. And it's so impossible that I'm not sure that ghosting is substantially worse. I think it's you're right. Worse, but it's, yeah, it's, 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 it goes from like, yeah, like your, your behavior was like a three out of 10 and maybe you can get it to like a three and a half out of 10 with yeah. a nice text or something. No, you're right. So the, the, uh, I was thinking of my, the analogy I had before imagine, and I'll try to be delicate with this, uh, that every time that you had this friending then they borrow money, then they disappear thing. Every time you had it happen, it was someone that was taller than six foot three. Mm-hmm. Just try, I'm just trying to make it be a physical characteristic about the person without yeah. uh, anything that touches a third rail. Uh, after that happened like five times, you would start to kind of hate people that are over six foot three, right? Like if one of them came to befriend you, you'd be like, oh, you're you're one of those people, right? And so that's the thing. Like, And it, and it doesn't actually, even, okay, and here's yeah. the thing. Even if one of those taller people, even if every time they like sent you an email, they're like, Hey man, sorry, I don't have your money. <laughs> like I can't, I can't, but, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm sending you an email. It wouldn't actually, right. It might help a little, but you'd still be like those fucking tall people. Yeah. And, uh, and I think, yeah, that's the thing is, and, and this is by the way, the, the reason I think that's relevant is that this almost certainly, sorry, it's, it's more broadly relevant than just dating or just, uh, Tinder or something. I think this does lie at the heart of the fundamental experience that like sort of an, uh, this is rough to say, but this does lie at the heart. I think of the experience of an, of what, of an unattractive woman who becomes kind of a radical feminist. I think this is part of the reason is because they have, this happens to them repeatedly and they're finally just like, look, men suck, which I get (laughs) like like for, for you, men do suck just like, uh, yeah, there's certain, there are certain, certain types of situations that suck for a man, uh, like a poor man. Well, the thing is men just won't, women just won't even talk to you. Uh, it's, uh, what is it? The, uh, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but, uh, psychologically speaking to a, to men, women who are unattractive, annoy us, they annoy us. So like, it, it, just like having a waitress who's unattractive or whatever, apparently like it raises whatever hormone is just sort of irritation or annoyance for a woman being around an unattractive man. They just don't see you. It's like right. you're invisible. Right. Um, and so that, yeah, like, so, so men have a slightly different experience of just women won't even acknowledge your existence, which is. It's also painful, but it's not the same. So anyway, you know, and, you know um, yeah, you probably don't want to attack feminists like I just did, but 
There you go. No, I mean, I think the the origin story for people becoming feminists is is varied, but that is definitely yeah. in inbound road. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it sucks. And I'm not sure. Yeah, there's not much you can do because they're men are simply going to do that. They're going to pursue that nut, and women are going to be taken in by the things the guy says because he sounds very convincing. Right. Um, do you have a pattern, by the way, that you use to? You don't have to say what it is, but a pattern to get women from that dinner table or drink to the. The sweet, sweet uh, blue covered no. bed you have behind you. No, I think you just invite them over. Okay, you could generally tell if they're open to such a thing. It's not when worth you, hazarding the ask if you're not like eighty percent sure. Let me ask one more question, actually, about this. Um, typically, this isn't exact, but typically, at what between? Okay, so the end point of this question is your ejaculation. Mm-hmm. The starting point is when you say your last word to her. When is the starting point typically? Is it is it like when you penetrate her vagina? Is it when you both get naked? Is it when you're caressing each other on the couch? <laughs> like when is the last word that's coherent? I mean, I realize you might be like, oh, that feels great or something. Let's let's ignore those kinds of I don't know. Yeah. I mean when you switch to non I mean, I'm asking for micro consent the whole time. Do those count? I, okay. Oh God. Fair point. I forgot about your micro consent consent uh, <laughs> your micro consent decree. That's good. Uh, I would imagine that it's like on the couch before you like once you get to the bed. There's basically no more verbal com- communication. Yeah, I mean, typically. something like funny or embarrassing might happen. Mm, yeah, which might cause you to like what is it break the fourth wall <laughs> briefly, uh-huh. but. Yeah, I think typically once the clothes come off, people switch into this more animalistic mode. Yeah, the woman's putting herself in this machine. She's like, yeah, she's become the pinball in the pinball machine or whatever. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. It's not okay. great. One other thing on ghosting. Yeah, the nice thing about a text is it gives the person closure, right? So mm, if yeah. if you don't if you don't say anything, they just don't know, and so you know, like every day that goes by, they're sort of. <laughs> writing off the future potential even further, but they're probably not writing it off enough. Like if you don't get a text the next day, you should basically write it off to zero and then be pleasantly surprised if they do text. But uh, most people don't behave that way. They're like, oh, you know, should I keep my Friday open or not? Right? Like, I don't know. Would the, but would any text you get be perceived as gloating? Like it's like, uh, if I get the text from the the six foot three guy and he's like, by the way, I, I've still got that 20 bucks. Like, <laughs> like I'm loving that 20 bucks. Like, I mean, what could he even say? I guess he could just, I don't what, think what could he could say it made me feel better. There's nothing like yeah, okay. you're just trying to give the closure. Like you can, you, you should pay some lip service and, you know, hand wavy and just be like, sorry, I'm not just make it about you. Don't complain about anything about them. Be like, you know, don't say I didn't like what you said about this. Don't try to litigate anything. Just say. Sorry, I'm, you know, I didn't feel a spark or something, and I wish you the best. <laughs> and her and reply look, will be it's a like, shit sandwich. Okay. It sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the alternative is zero, and there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing <laughs> that you can do to better that. The thing you can do to better that is to have not done it in the first place. Yeah. Um, and then some people are so afraid of this that they'll go on like further dates. Some people are so afraid of it that they fucking get married to these people that they hate. Yeah. Because they just never want to like hurt someone's feelings. Like it sucks. And you should like try to behave in a way that doesn't maximize hurt feelings. But, you know, here we are. I like the I didn't feel a spark, though. 
I, I didn't even feel a spark when you were swallowing my cum. Just <laughs> like, God damn, I can't spark with that. What sparks do I got? Back to the drawing board. I gotta yeah, listen to Yimby and get some tips. That's All true. Right, let's uh, let's get into some of these topics that I promised in the intro. So, um, yeah. let's see here. Yeah, let's do this threesome one first, just because it's kind of short and sweet. So, for our non longtime listeners we have a check-in on the threesome concepts every two or three episodes yeah there's just so many preposterous reasons that people get involved in threesomes and they're almost all a bad idea and this is one of them i keep having a threesome that i don't really want long story short i an 18 year old female keep having a threesome with my friend and the guy she likes my friend also an 18 year old female has had a crush on her friends with benefits a 29 year old male for a while now a few months ago, he asked her if she wanted a threesome with him and one of her friends. Because she's head over heels for him, she said yes. They asked me to have a threesome, and because I was drunk and wanted to help my friend out, I said yes. Now fast forward to the present. My friend has repeatedly asked me to have more threesomes. She says she's getting really close to him, and that these threesomes are really helping her to get closer. I really doubt this, but I do want to help out my friend. I don't hate hooking up with them. They're both attractive and I enjoy the sex. But I don't like the guy. I feel like he's a douchebag. He is. Wait, what, I don't think what, what gender is the person talking? I, I forgot. Female, female. Okay, go on. two 18 yeah, year old okay. females with this. Oh, this is pretty hot. That guy's lucky. All right. 29 year old male, right? Oh, man. But I, but I don't like the guy. I feel like he's a douchebag. I don't think he'll ever want to be more than friends with benefits with my friend. That's insightful. What do I do? Yeah. Yeah, the top is comment. That- basically says yeah. it all. Yeah. If having threesomes with you is what's winning him over for her, that's not going <laughs> to bode well for long-term relationship prospects. He's clearly using her and she's being very, na- very naive. Which, yeah. I mean, that, that makes it. sense. I mean, I mean, look, if I, if, I mean, I think you would agree with me that if, let's say you had a girlfriend mm-hmm. that had like basically a way for you to have a threesome with a friend of theirs. So it's not a prostitute. It's not going to the weird yeah. swingers club. It's not, you know, all these so other finding a stranger from the internet or at a bar. Yeah. It's just a friend and it's, and it's happening repeatedly. Like, yeah, that would, I would continue to do that for some period of time until yeah. it, I, I, yeah, it would, it would be a, I mean, imagine telling your friends about that. Right. They're like guys, guess, guess what I do on weekends. <laughs> They're like they wouldn't believe you. They just say right. that's not possible. Right. I think uh, maybe, maybe this younger generation would, would find it believable, but I don't think so. I think this is uncommon. So. It's yeah, this tricky, is like this? Yeah. this is an extreme version of older men trying to convince younger women that you know poly is is all the rage and people are in ethically non-monogamous relationships all over the place and this is what cool right. people do. This is like a, a sort of insane version of that, which is I'm confused about the the mentality of the the woman writing this post, though. I mean, she's she's the other woman. She's the mm-hmm. unicorn, as they call it. Mm-hmm. And she just has no emotion about it. She's just like, look, I, I don't like him, but I enjoy the sex. It's like, okay, so maybe she has a thing for her friend. Maybe that's what's going on. Because why doesn't she just say no? Yeah. She says they are both attractive and I enjoy the sex. So maybe she's right. bisexual. Maybe. But I don't like the guy. I feel like he's a douchebag. <laughs> it's a really astute comment there. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's just like a, a certain detachment from the physicalities of the situation in some level. On, on some level... Um, like, okay, a man would never say those things, right? Oh, well, my friend Keith, 
I just keep having to fuck him <laughs> because his girlfriend, that's what she wants. It's okay, but I'm kind of tired of it. I don't right. like his cock that much. I, I, right. Yeah. I just, this is the thing. This has something to do with female indifference toward the physical act of sex or something. Yeah. Or she's attracted to the other woman. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. Or she's so young that she's just bizarrely confused. But I mean, it sounds compelling. I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, yeah. it would be hard to turn down, right? I would. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, this person says, this is a man writing, my girlfriend thinks cum is disgusting and it makes me feel disgusting. My yeah. girlfriend and I, did you see this one? No, no, I'm just okay. agreeing. Yeah. yeah. My girlfriend and I have been dating for a bit over a year and we both, and we are both in our early twenties. Our sex life is okay. But one thing that has persisted the whole time is that she thinks cum is absolutely disgusting. She will never give me blowjobs because she doesn't want pre-cum in her mouth and she never wants mm. me to finish inside of her. The compromise we have come to is that when I'm about to finish, I can finish on her back or stomach as long as I immediately clean it up with disinfecting wipes like Clorox wipes. <laughs> She originally, Clorox shout out, she originally wanted me to finish into tissues instead, but I told her I thought that was way too out there. I can't help but feel like I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely disgusting to her because of this, partly because she thinks my natural fluids are absolutely disgusting, but also because I think she's sexy. And so her natural fluids are so hot and desirable by extension. Yeah. Before anyone asks, I don't think it's my cum in particular that she thinks is disgusting because I'm a healthy person. My cum is normal. I even tasted it and it's totally fine. LOL. Oh, he's like you. And it's been like this our entire relationship. Am I wrong to suspect that she is either unattracted to me or she thinks I am gross on some level? Uh, Uh, I mean, she, so I mean, do you have a take? I have a take. Uh, My take is I agree. Semen is fucking disgusting. And I don't like, I, 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 yeah, but uh, we've litigated this before. Here's the thing. I know, I know, I know. If, if the price you had to pay to have sex, who's a woman you find really attractive, some actress or something. I don't yeah. Know. Where are we going? I don't know. I just don't, I don't know the names of people, but if let's assume we, we pick some woman, Madam X, who's very attractive to you. And the price mm. to pay was to interact with some guy's semen. I think, I think, I think it's very likely that in the moment you'd be like, Oh, okay. Oh, absolutely. Um, I can, I can, even though I'm not aroused right now, I can abstract. Yeah. And like put no myself woman, in that moment and say, yes. Right. Yeah. So no, and no, and I agree that no woman or man who's totally unaroused wants to interact with, I mean, just like, think about it, just, just transmute it to sweat. Nobody wants to, uh, go to the gym and like interact with some other person's sweat. I mean, people get annoyed if their spin bike has sweat on the seat or whatever. And I understand why they don't want to deal with other people's bodily fluids. What's the yep. thing that changes? The woman becomes aroused. So what's this saying to me? What's the saying? It's saying that she's not aroused. Oh man. Sex. That's what's brutal. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, there are, you know, by the way, there's like a, it's a surprisingly common thing to see women on the sex subreddit and other places claim that they get, uh, nausea, stomach aches, all these sorts of things from cum and not, I don't, I suspect <laughs> that's not real. It's messing up their gut microbiome. I just don't think there's enough of it. And I don't think the contents are that, um, in, what's in there is important enough. I mean, it's, I, I know it's a little bit basic. Uh, as opposed to acidic, but I mean, can, so is like, can like people, a little later Can people get psychosomatic nausea? Like, can yes. you, like I might feel nauseous after swallowing some gum. I can yeah, imagine. Right. Yeah. I just I think, think it's think... A, a lack of arousal typically. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. And I, and I think this is like, this is a common challenge for women because yeah, it's not arousal is more complicated for women and it's, uh, 
yeah, I mean, it goes back to that thing about FWBs and women getting into these strange situations. Yeah, I think I suspect that, uh, yeah, these situations are not very arousing for women oftentimes. Yeah. And so, yeah, this guy is probably, uh, it's not, yeah, she's making him feel disgusting. Okay. But that's not actually what's going on. Like he, he would find her disgusting too, if he wasn't aroused at all. Yeah. I mean, the first comment was just remember if she hates it now, she's probably not going to change. Think about if you're okay <laughs> feeling this way long-term. I think that's true. Yes. And the second comment is there's disliking cum and there's being actively disgusted by cum. Sure, she doesn't like the taste, but she's treating cum like some sort of insect that landed on her. Having an orgasm while your partner is really is reacting frantically like you sprayed xenomorph blood on her is a tough cognitive dissonance. Yeah, I mean, I think- That's kind of hot to me, but okay. <laughs> if I, yeah, like the notion of your, I think that every, you know, when you're a small boy, your penis, I mean, there's some, there's some connection between penises and guns, right? I mean, you get this mm -hmm. little- this little device in between your legs and you can shoot things with it and so forth. Sure. And so if my cum, where are you going with this? If it was, if it was painful. If it was like a powerful weapon, I think I would kind of like that. Like, uh, I'm like, here it comes, baby. <laughs> Get ready. I'm going to, I'm going to burn. Oh, your no, skin. no, no. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, a, I can imagine like a kind of an, a kind of hot pornographic scene. Uh, yeah. Cause it, cause men want their, their cum to be fat, powerful. I mean, the, the, the internal sensation we have while spewing it out is, uh, a powerful sensation and right. it's incongruous. Yeah, imposing the, imposing yeah. on someone can be attractive well, for in, sure. in certain contexts. For sure. But yeah. I mean, this guy probably needs to just face the reality that she's not into him. I think that's what's going on. I, it, that's the thing is the, yeah, the, ultimately the way that this kind of story I think often plays out is then he learns that she, I mean, I've seen stories like this where uh, the woman was just blowing some other guy and loved it. And then right. it's like, what? Yeah, you see that all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's, is it just me? And it's like, yeah, it's just you. Yeah. I mean, look, Sorry. there is some tiny chance here that she is, you know, she's one of these like hyper neat freaks and she's like this with everybody, but you might quickly come around full circle and be like, yeah, well, she's never really been aroused by, maybe she doesn't like men or she doesn't care about sex. Or, <laughs> yeah. That sounds a, like an asexual person to me on some Chicken level, and because... egg here. Yeah, I mean, she's going. She's, I mean, it, like a, a PIV, like cream pieing, must be just absolutely disgusting to her. And she would never, ever uh, provide you with the pegging you need, Keith. Sorry, I was muted. I reacted, not laughing to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I was talking to somebody about pegging the other day. Oh yeah, how a did woman? it come up? Oh yeah, no, I was just. I mean, I've been like considering mm. this because we talked about it. You're I just, nice. there's just no reason to even try it. Oh, geez. So who, was it a man or a woman you were talking to? It was to a woman. About? There's a oh, woman that um, I dated briefly years ago and we had lunch. Do you think she would peg you? Just to catch up. Uh, yes. I don't know. Maybe. No? Huh. Be too intimate. Uh, she wouldn't want to rekindle the flame. She doesn't seem like the type. Oh, interesting. Not sure. Uh, and so what, what I'm, I'm curious a little bit what her, so you said there's no reason anyone to do it, blah, blah, blah. What, it, what was her type? Oh, I was just saying that, yeah, that there's, it's possible that I might enjoy that. I've just never tried it. She brought it up. It came up. I don't remember the context. She it brought came it up. up. Yeah. I don't remember the context it came up. And so obviously this sounds bizarre, but it, it came up naturally in the flow of conversation. It did? <laughs> it did. Wow. 
This reminds me, I think, I think most women's, it reminds me of, I was relating to a woman, the, uh, the thing, I don't, I don't remember what it was, but it was, it was something about lick. I'm going to lick you from hole to hole. Where did we see uh-huh. that? It was like a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to lick you from hole to hole. And her immediate reaction was you. <laughs> and I think that most women's reaction to pegging would be the same. Just like, oh, I yeah. I don't think women want to see their male partner in a submissive position in general. There right. might be certain certain times and places or certain women right. who like that, but generally, no. Yes. Plus, That's they don't right. get anything. They don't get any physical stimulation out of it. It's a curious act. Nobody, I mean, on some level, you could argue maybe nobody does. It's just. Some men appear to like it. I know. I know. That's All right, let's why you keep thinking about it. I don't. We're, this is going to become like a meme that we yeah, yeah, yeah. spend ten minutes in the middle of every episode, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wondering about begging. <laughs> uh, this person says, "My boyfriend wants to eat me out at my work. I don't know how this works. <laughs> my boyfriend has this fantasy of his that he would go down on me at work or something where he can hide under a table or something until I orgasm. Oh, he's gay. He has, he has a thing for wanting to give me orgasms while I can't moan." And just suppress my feelings of pleasure. Sometimes he does it when we have sex at home. He goes crazy when he sees how I'm squirming because I can't utter a sound because he threatens to stop if I did. So now he wants to do it while I'm at work, preferably with a client or coworker there. So I have to pretend to be unaffected. Anyone who done it to me, it just seems far-fetched and not doable. He says it is. I mean, the female. So the reason I muttered that he's gay at the beginning <laughs> is the female genitals are not um, well-designed for this kind of activity. Mm. Uh, it's difficult to, it's Angle difficult while for sitting to, in a chair, whatever. Yeah. Whatever position it, it's not convenient. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I think people often wind up, I mean, yeah, the thing that she should guide him toward, although I know she doesn't want to do this in the first place is one of those remote controlled vibrators because at least that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. The like vagina a, is more under the woman than the, the penis is more in front of the man. Well, and, and also the, you don't, China's more under it's, I, I, I've always, uh, because I have nothing else in my life. I've, I've uh, marveled before, thought about the fact that, um, you know, a woman can be, for example, if you walked in on a woman showering, you wouldn't know if she was masturbating or not. You just wouldn't, unless she was actively doing it because there's no physical manifestation of that. And so in that regard, women are more secretive. But in this regard, uh, when, 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 when you want somebody else to interact with your genitals, men are more secretive, right? Uh, it would actually be very difficult to hide something performed on a woman, whereas something performed on a man is, is actually pretty easy to hide. Uh, be, and it's simply because the man's, the, the important parts of his penis are kind of far away from his body. So it's relatively easy to just like unzip and then have somebody like, so thus you get the- You could, you, you could yeah, digitally penetrate a woman fairly, you it's know, like if you're sitting next to each other on an airplane or something. Is this because of my high school experience that you're reading? <laughs> I did. I, I forgot I, so about that. No, no, I forgot about that. But yeah, yeah so not, as you know, I did not digitally penetrate her. I rubbed the exterior. No. Uh, I rubbed her clit. I could not. That's the thing is that when a woman is sitting in a chair in a normal position, you're not going to be able to get access to clit a little bit. No, you'd have to scoot down. Yeah, that's right. It would, it would, I, I'm just saying it would be, you think it would arouse suspicion of the fellow oh, passengers. Yeah. Have to, this is the thing is this is my, my beautiful to me only, uh, anal- or like sort of, uh, mirror image between men and women here is that guy, whereas a guy could just put a, you know, blanket over it and the woman could be doing all kinds of things to him because it's out there. Whereas of course, and to finish the analogy or the, uh, antonym, uh, if the man is a ra- uh, beating off in the shower and somebody walks in, they'll immediately know it because he is tumid 
tumescent, whatever the word is. He's got an erection. Uh, yeah. So that, so, so this isn't really possible. The thing this guy wants to do is not possible that much. And really he's putting himself very much in the position that a woman would be in. I mean, it's a somewhat typical trope of the woman hidden somewhere blowing a guy. Like that's like a thing that I've seen in movies like 27 times and not just porns, by the way, it was in the original police Academy movie from the eighties. There's a scene where whoever the character is, is speaking at a lectern and there's a woman in, in the lectern and you hear a zip and she gives him yeah. a blow and he behaves oddly because he's being pleasured. This is mm -hmm. a standard trope, right? Yeah. I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised that you're fo focusing on the mechanics here. I mean, obviously <laughs> they should not do this because it has like an 80% chance of you getting fired. Well, oh, hang on. It's not just the mechanics. It's also the uh, submissive dominant thing. I mean, he's putting himself in a pretty submissive position. He's a man. He wants to service her. Right. And I think that wanting to service someone is yeah. moving toward bisexual gay territory. Yeah. I mean, we've gone through this before. Lots of people would contest that, but mm -hmm. we don't, we don't have to do that today. It's much, I'm, I'm sure, look, if I'm sure servicing a penis is much more compelling than servicing a vulva. Just like if you remove gender from the, like remove hetero homosexuality from the equation. I mean, penises, it's just easier to do. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's just obviously the part that's supposed to be serviced. It's, it's got the oil <laughs> light on you know, female <laughs> vulva. It's like, look, it's just not, that's not what it's for. You know, it's, it's, it's gotta be, you gotta kind of lay it out there. You know, it's, it's a lot of extra, a lot Get of the calipers stuff. out. Yeah, that's right. More complicated. Or they're not called calipers. What's the opposite of a caliper? You're talking. You're, are you talking about a speculum? I guess that's what the tool is, right? Yeah, they have different sizes. I learned on TikTok. Really? Why? What? Do you, go on. Why do they have different sizes? Yeah. Oh, um, because they're women of different different sizes. Apparently, I mean, and, and it's not just like two different sizes. I think there's six or ten or something. It's like hex wrenches. There's a whole set. Uh, right. And so they're trying to, they, so they need to be able to open it enough that they can visualize the cervix and whatever What else. are the things that are different? Si so I, I look, all right, I'm going to have to Google this so that I don't expect. Okay. I mean, it's a device that has, uh, that, 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 that that's kind of, uh, in, it opens up, how do I describe <laughs> this? Uh, think of a, um, a thing you would use to, to, uh, Ta ta toss a salad. That's not the expression I wanted to go for there, but, but you know, <laughs> not, not toss a salad. Actually, it's the thing you would use to pick up you know, tongs sort of that, that has two parts to it. Yeah. And so, you know, it can close, but then you can open, but it only opens in the vertical direction. So it's sort of like that, right? You insert it, I see it. Yeah. Closed, and then you crank it open. And yeah. so I think there's a, there's a, a, a circumference it has. And, 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 and so then that would affect how comfortable it is to insert it. And then there's, and I mean, by the way, like there are, I'm sure this thing device is used on uh, children in certain circumstances too, right? So, so that you would certainly yeah. need those sizes. Uh, and then it, then there's a question of how broadly it opens. And I'm sure that, although that you can control, right. As you're using it. Yeah. My guess, look, we don't, we should definitely stop talking about this, but in your sex play? I do not. My guess okay. would be that there's some minimal amount that you need to open it to be able to be able to see down it. And you need to open right. it that minimum amount for everyone, children and, you know, big boned people. No, no, it would be a different amount. I'm sure it's a percentage or something to be able Why? to get it so that you, could... you No, you need to like let enough light in there. I, I would get my, my oh, intuition Lord. is that it wouldn't be a percentage. 
I can't answer that. This is you're going to have to ask the gynecologist that question. That's an interesting question. I don't. It's not actually interesting, but it's a, it's a it's a question I don't have the answer but to. But you're aware you you have become aware on TikTok that there are different sizes of speculums. Oh, absolutely, because okay, there, so that there's implies a gynecologist you're right. on there. Yeah, yeah. It, wh- yeah, whether they open a different amount is a good question. Whether yeah, because you're right that maybe it's a certain number of centimeters you have to open it for everybody to get light in there and so forth. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't. I just don't know. Yeah, but there's there's the horizontal as well as the vertical dimension. So. There are sizes. Yeah. And depth. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think you'll like this topic because, well, I'm curious what you have to say about it. My significant other complains that when we do doggy style, there isn't anything for her to do. My mm. SO complains that when we do doggy style, there isn't anything for her to do. She can't it's really see me. <laughs> Sorry. He repeated himself. She can't really see me. Her hands can't really reach me. She feels like she can't participate. This makes yeah. me sad because I love doggy style. Any thoughts or ideas on how to make it more interesting, rewarding for her? So we've yeah. talked about this before, uh, th- specifically referencing the uh, Amy Schumer video, which is like the female point of view porn where there's just yeah. a guy <laughs> grinding his it's chest into her funny. face. I, it's, I think it might be her funniest work. I don't generally like Amy Schumer that much, as yeah. most people I think don't. But um, I have to say that uh, it I, that, that porn actually turns me on a little bit. <laughs> it's not a real porn, right? I mean, it's it's, right. it's not really even X-rated, but but actually, like, I kind of like that she's being so imposed on. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, that makes sense. I kind of like how he slaps her hand out of the way and stuff. Like, oh, great. <laughs> I mean, it's not actually what my what behavior I have. I just kind of find it hot, right? Anyway, yeah, no, that that tracks based on <laughs> what I understand your predilections to be. Yeah. But this, I think, this is actually a good point. I mean, when she's on her hands and knees. Yeah. And she's, you know, staring at, you know, whatever off into the distance. There isn't much for them to do other than to just take it. Well, what would there be for let's let's take the counter thing here. Yeah. What would All there right. be so for let's her to do in the, 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 the clo- yeah. yeah. I don't know. They can look at your face. They can look okay, down so look. and see themselves being penetrated. Do you find that most women look or do they close their eyes from a missionary? Hmm. Yeah. Close their eyes tightly. Um, I think it varies. I think it varies okay. Okay. by person and by moment. Um, but certainly, I don't think that they're that, it's that common for them to look at the. First of all, I think it's actually difficult. I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I, I um, this was like a couple months ago or a month ago. I was using the Oculus Quest Two device, yeah, for some uh, pornographic viewing, and um, uh, there was I. I <laughs> There aren't that many options, to be fair, on, on the site that I that I was on, and for, mm-hmm. for different categories. And one of the categories is female point of view, which is often I think yeah. we watched one of those uh, with uh, Ali, I think, where it was just guys spewing off your face. It wasn't right. great. Well, this was one where it was um, the woman's point of view in missionary. And the thing that surprised me, I actually think it was not real sex because the his penis was so far toward her butt. You could you couldn't see anything from the viewpoint of, of of the man's body, and I just think that was actually done on purpose. I think it's possible huh. for the woman to see something, and I know actually I know that because I've seen other female point of view porn. Um, but the but there's not much. I think that the typical place you would look is your face, not at your penis. Is my point fine? But the point okay. is, she can look at either of those things, and wait. I mean, she could, I guess, lower her head and like sort of look down underneath. To see your balls slapping, yeah, in doggy style, it's hot. That would be it. Would be sort of, it would be almost creepy. Uh, 
you could give her a mirror to fuck someone while they were doing that yeah you could um, you could okay so so what else could she do besides that well during missionary? in missionary yeah i don't know she can use her hands to grab whatever she wants my my huge muscles okay you know that's hot brace herself on the headboard okay well she could brace herself during doggy style right she yeah. can't touch your body i think the point is she can't touch your body or see it Right. Yeah. I mean, this thing of like, you could, if you were very clever about it, you could swap it, you could tag out and have somebody else start fucking her and she wouldn't even know. <laughs> yes. I'm sure. Look, I, I'm actually, I'm certain and this isn't a rule 34 thing. Exactly. I am certain that in the last 10 years, somewhere in a university, a major university in the United States, two frat guys have done that. Oh, no question. Okay. And, and without telling the woman, they just yes. did it yes. and she didn't, There's all she didn't kinds catch of- on it. That's, I, not, fact, that's not what they call stealthing. Stealthing is when you remove yeah. the condom without consent. Right. But I'm sure various clandestine behavior like that happens. Yeah, I, I'm actually certain that this has happened in such a way the woman never found out. So all you women, like if you had sex with a frat boy in the mm, dog, Jesus. I think there's a, it's not, it's not like a large percentage. It might be, it's probably one in, you know, a hundred thousand or something, but that they swapped out in the middle and then swapped back. I think yeah. this is a thing frat boys would do. Right. And, and, and I don't think you would confirming know. confirming this woman's concern. Oh, for sure. Well, she's, but she's more concerned about one. Like she, she doesn't feel like she's, she's an active bored. participant. Right. Right. I mean, I think the main thing that a woman could do is to touch herself. Oh, that's maybe true. She, she could she, reach wear back an Oculus with her. Quest. She could. Oh, she those, could those are good suggestions. Let me see if anyone. The Oculus Quest or the, or the masturbation. Both of those are good. You will see uh, in porn women who sort of try to caress the guy's balls. That's tricky though because he's thrusting. So like if he – there could be a, a, a little pain if she's grabbed his balls and then he pulls out and it just kind of mm-hmm. Yanking down on your balls more than a certain amount is kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not great. A little epididymal uh, torsion or whatever. Somebody suggests here you can hold still at times and ask her to move on to you. So – Instead oh yeah, of you yeah, doing sure. the thrusting. Sure. Oh, but that's less compelling for Honestly, the, for they the don't, man. Women, women, I don't think women like that. Yeah, this is the I, thing. That too. I think she, I think she's misunderstanding her role here. Like the the experience she should be going for is just to get. She's caught. receiving. Yeah, it's like look, like this is what's this is this is what you, you know what you're supposed to like this. Yeah. If you don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's complicated. Like I don't. But this is this is you know on on some level this is your function. Right. And that's kind yeah, of somebody, su- somebody else suggested a mirror. Somebody says, as a woman, doggy style is my favorite, but a lot of times I lay my shoulder and face on the bed and reach between my legs to do different things. <laughs> yeah. So she's that makes sense. playing with herself. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it, in, in actual fact, uh, for example, in the, um, what do they call that? You know, the prone bone or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it, I think that actually is a position in which the woman has, or that general type of position, the woman has the most access during PIV to her clit of any position. It can actually be complicated in missionary because her hand can sort of interfere with the guy's body. If she has fingernails, he can like cut the her. The fingernails problem. Is... She can cut his pubic bone or pubic area. Yeah. Yeah, it's tricky. Whereas this way, like, yeah, she might nick his balls, but it's, uh, you know, it's. Why, safe. why do women like having fingernails? Do you think there's any man that like vets women based on the quality of their fingernails? The argument that I've heard about this is a sociological argument that women's clothes and styling 
are specifically to accentuate the fact that they don't have to do any work. And this comes from like the 19th century (laughs) and before when an aristocratic woman would clearly have to do no work. And so they, and so they wear clothing, uh, earrings, all these things that, that yeah, accentuate that fact. Whereas the uh, poorer woman would have had to wear just, you know, everyday clothes that show that she does do work. And so then that became the style that's, that's fashionable. And so now ironically, I should hasten to add that ironically in today's society, and this is probably a consequence of the welfare state and so forth. I think it's the poorer women that have those like fake nails more than the richer yeah. women at this point. So yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of done an inversion there. Uh, but it's still, I think that at core, that's where that comes from. Just like dresses or just yeah, all but, these kind of really things. They heels wear. and dresses have value no. to men. I think long nails are the opposite. They have like negative value to men. I think they, but you have to ask yourself, okay, so you're going to say heels are compelling because of, they make their calves shapelier or something? Yeah. Something about the the posture, something, something. And the dress, what does that do? Dresses can accentuate a woman's curves, make her look more attractive to the man. Yeah. I mean, I think mostly stuff that mostly fashion choices by women are just to make them more kind of an object of art. And fingernails mm. fit into that. I don't think it's um, Next, necessarily sexual, trying to be more sexually attractive to men. Right. It's complicated. I mean, ultimately, look, I mean, it's complicated because, well, okay, I want to do this in such a way that we don't reveal, we could say one, two, three, and say it together. The most sexually <laughs> compelling thing that a woman could wear in public is yo. <laughs> no, yeah, yoga yeah, pants. Your obsession with yoga pants. <laughs> no, you agree though, right? I mean, that's that's they could wear a bikini, but I mean, I'm saying something they could actually wear to the store. I, see. I think the yoga yoga outfits. I think is probably the sort of structured pants and and, and upper part of the outfit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so those. Where am I going with this? Those. Oh, yeah. It's the point is those serve a different function. I mean, there you're just trying to sexually arouse people, and that doesn't have this uh, inheritance of the. Uh, upper class or aristocracy that dresses and nails and, and high heels have. Right. I mean, nobody wears yoga pants with high heels, but actually, now they do wear high heels while having sex in porn, which is interesting. Right. right. <laughs> but maybe, maybe the right move for women is yoga pants and high heels. Uh, I feel like yeah. there has been a bit of this like casual, chic athleisure. I don't know if it's reached wearing heels with it hmm. yet. I'm but you see, sure. I, yeah, I, to me, I think the heels are from a different, they, they have a different origin. It's this aristocracy, like I, yeah. I, I do the work thing. Whereas yoga pants are just, uh, I'm trying to give you an erection. Yeah. Like your dick is going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for episode 100 of Your Mileage yes. May Vary. Thanks for coming for the ride. You can reach us at ymmvpod on Twitter or at ymmvpod at gmail.com. Uh, you could give us feedback there. We pay $10 for any feedback rec- we receive. You can also ask us questions there. Let us know if you want to keep the question privately between us or if we can use it on the show. Thanks for listening, and we hope to catch you next week on Your Mileage May Vary. Je me veux.